Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy Spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst instruct the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Spirit, grant us in the same Spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Gospel According to St. Luke When the large crowd gathered with people from one town after another, journeying to Jesus, he spoke in a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path and was trampled, and the birds of the sky ate it up. Some seed fell on rocky ground, and when it grew, it withered for lack of moisture. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some seed fell on good soil, and when it grew, it produced fruit a hundredfold. After saying this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear, ought to hear. When his disciples asked him what the meaning of his parable might be, he answered, Knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to the rest they are made known through parables, so that they may look but not see, and hear, but not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those in the path are the ones who have heard, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts, and they may not believe and be saved. Those on rocky ground are the ones who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, but they have no root. They believe only for a time and fall away in time of temptation. As for the seed that fell among thorns, they are the ones who have heard, but as they go along, they are choked by the anxieties and riches and pleasures of life, and they fail to produce mature fruit. But as for the seed that fell on rich soil, they are the ones who, when they have heard the word, embrace it with a generous and good heart and bear fruit through perseverance. The Gospel of the Lord. Hearts which have become hardened due to a lack of contrition are incapable of receiving the divine word. A great crowd came together and people from town after town came to him. Jesus took advantage of this opportunity to teach people about the mysterious action of the grace on souls. Since his audience was made up largely of farmers, Jesus used an agricultural parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. The sower is Christ himself. He works all the time to extend his kingdom of peace and love in souls. In this effort, he depends on the freedom and personal response of each person. God can be found in souls in the most diverse circumstances, as diverse as the types of soil on a farm. And as he sowed, some seed fell along the path and was trodden underfoot. 
and the birds of the air devoured it. The seed was completely lost without having given any fruit. Later on, Jesus explained to his disciples the parable and the reason for his loss. The devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts. Hearts which have become hardened through a lack of contrition are incapable of receiving the divine word. This bad ground represents the heart which has become accustomed to unclean thoughts, so parched as it were that it cannot receive and sustain the seed. The devil finds in souls of this kind a source of resistance to God's saving grace. On the other hand, a soul which reacts to imperfections and transgressions by sincere repentance actually attracts divine mercy. True humility allows God to sow his seed and have it bear abundant fruit. This is why we should use this parable to examine our spirit of reparation for the falls of every day, even in the least serious things. Do we go to confession frequently and with a sincere yearning for divine assistance? Let us ask Jesus to help us to avoid any and all sin, to keep away from whatever might separate us from his friendship. You have reached a level of real intimacy with this God of ours, who is so close to you, so deeply lodged in your soul. But what are you doing to increase and deepen this intimacy? Are you careful not to allow silly little hindrances to creep in which would upset this friendship? Show courage. Don't refuse to break with every single thing, no matter how small, which could cause suffering to the one who loves you so much. Our need for prayer and sacrifice if grace is to bear fruit in the soul. And some fell on the rock. And as it grew up, it withered away, because it had no moisture. This signifies those who, when they hear the word, receive it with joy, but these have no root. They believe for a while and in time of temptation falls away. At the moment of truth, they succumb, because their allegiance to Christ has been rooted solely in feeling and not in prayer. They have therefore been unable to endure difficult moments and scathe, or take in their stride the trails of life and periods of spiritual dryness. Many people are pleased by what they hear and sincerely resolve to pursue the good. Yet, when adversity and suffering come, they soon abandon their good works. How many good resolutions have come to naught when the spiritual life has become a struggle? These souls were seeking themselves rather than God. As St. Augustine pointed out, some act for one reason, others act for another. The fact is that few look for Jesus for the sake of Jesus. To look for Jesus is to follow his footsteps wherever they may lead, no matter if the trail is smooth and easy or uphill and arduous. The key thing is to have the firm desire to reach Christ, to look for Jesus for the sake of Jesus. We can accomplish this only if we are faithful to our daily prayer. 
whether it comes to us easily or is more of a sacrifice. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. This represents those people who, having heard the word of God, are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life. It is impossible to follow Christ unless we lead a life of mortification. If we don't, little by little, the attractions of the world will overcome the things of God. In the end, the soul abandons the spiritual struggle for the sake of worldly things. St. Basil has written, Do not be surprised that Jesus calls the pleasures of the world thorns. No matter where thorns catch us, they always bloody our hands. So too the pleasures of the world harm the feet, hands, head, and eyes. When a person has his heart set on temporal things, he deadens the acuteness of his sensitivity and weakens reason. Prayer and mortification prepare the soul to receive the divine seed and then give fruit. Without these means, little remains sterile. Life remains sterile. The system, the method, the procedure, the only way to have a little abundant and fertile in supernatural fruits is to follow the Holy Spirit's advice, which comes to us by the Acts of the Apostles. All these with one accord devoted themselves to prayer. Nothing can be done without prayer. All roads that lead to God have to pass through prayer and sacrifice. Prayer and Perseverance, beginning again with humility. Jesus first describes the circumstances that will result in failure before going on to the promise of the good ground. He does not allow himself to be disappointed, however, but fosters the hope that everyone might eventually become good ground. And some fell into good soil and grew and yield a hundredfold. They are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bring forth fruit with patience. All are capable of giving abundant fruits to the Lord, regardless of their past history. God is always sowing the seed of His grace. The most important thing is not to become like a much-trodden path, like outcrop rock, like thistles. You have to become good ground. The heart cannot be fair for birds and passers-by. It has to provide enough ground for the seed to take root. The sun of the human passions in a dissolute life should not scorch the seedlings of divine promise. There are three prerequisites for our becoming good ground. To listen with a contrite and humble heart to be earnest in prayer and mortification, and finally, to be disposed to begin and begin again in the interior struggle. We cannot let ourselves become discouraged if the fruits of our struggle are not readily apparent, even after many years of effort. A new heart I will give you, and a new spirit I will put within you, and I will take out of your flesh the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. This passage comes from today's reading in the Liturgy of the Hours. 
If we are willing to change our ways, the Lord is more than willing to transform us into good ground. He will bring this about in the deepest recesses of our being. The grace of God is all-powerful. The crucial thing is to return again and again to His side. St. Augustine teaches, God is a farmer, and if He abandons man, man becomes a desert. Man is also a farmer, and if he leaves God, he turns himself into a desert as well. Let us resolve never to become separated from the Lord. We have to go to His merciful heart many times during the day. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for all thy benefits. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you.